It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. I'm Mark Willard, and this is Inside Giant Moments, presented by T-Mobile, an official San Francisco Giants podcast. In Season 1, we looked back at some of the most iconic moments in franchise history. Now, it's time to focus on the present and future. We'll cover memorable wins and the off-field moments, interests, and personalities of the 2021 Giants team and staff. Join us for Season 2 of Inside Giant Moments, now. Every kid growing up to be a baseball player dreams of making it to the big leagues, but it takes years of work in the minors before getting that call with the news you've made it to the majors. It might be the most emotional and gratifying moment in the career of a big leaguer, the moment he is called up. We went over some of these incredibly unique call-up stories with members of the Giants to hear about the big moment and what each player did next. First up, with a call-up story, pitcher and Rockland native Logan Webb. I want to know about your call-up story, but I actually want to start with your draft story. And you've made it known in recent weeks that you grew up an A's fan. Uh, but, but still, growing up in Rockland, and, and, and certainly you know a lot of Giants fans around, and you hear the Giants call your name in the fourth round when you're drafted, what was your immediate reaction? I was actually, I was upstairs. I think I was playing video games or something. It was my graduation day, and... Uh, <laughs> I just talked to my agent, and he said, um, you know, possibly at the end of this round, but if not, probably a couple rounds later. And I was like, all right, whatever. And then literally a minute later, he calls me and goes, oh, the Giants are picking you right now. And I was like, (laughs) all right, sounds good. um, No, but I was super excited. Um, You know, growing up in Rockland, there's, there's so many Giants fans, and I have some Giants fans in my family, and um, having them at the games and, and being close to everybody, it's it's awesome. It's uh, I couldn't have wished for anything else. I mean, let's be real, uh, a Northern Californian, but at the same time, there is a little bit of a rivalry in some aspects with the Giants and the A's. So as an A's fan, you get that call about the Giants. Is there any thought in your mind at all of just the, uh, I don't know, the coincidence, the rivalry, anything? Yeah, for sure. I, I would say 95% of my friends back home are all Giants fans. And uh, in 10, 12, and 14, the years I was in I was in high school, I just heard that nonstop um, <laughs> about them winning and the A's losing. And uh, so I so I always that's what kind of built my like kind of Giants A's rivalry in my head, um, just because I had all my friends that were that were lucky enough to have three World Series. And I don't think the the A's hadn't won, um, you know, in a while. And um, so listening to them, but they, they all laughed at me afterwards and they were like, huh, like <laughs> you rooted against us. Now you got to play for them. But like I said before, like I, I couldn't have, couldn't have been luckier to be picked by the Giants. 
your minor league experience was interesting because you had the Tommy John surgery, but then you came back with really good overall numbers in 2017 and 2018. At that time, did you feel like you were you were potentially getting close to the bigs? Um, you know, I, I would say 2017 was was a weird year just because uh, I was only throwing like an inning every like five days. That was more just to kind of get my routine back and uh, kind of get my arm healthy again. And then 2018 was was really fun just because I had I had such a good group of guys in San Jose and um, I had a great pitching coach that I, I loved working with um, and and. I mean, you don't you don't try to think about stuff like that, but um, I would definitely say 2018 was was my my favorite year just because I was pitching well and like I said, we had a great group of guys. And, um, once I got to to Double A that year, um, you know, you started to think about oh, possibly they might put me on the 40 man stuff like that, but um, and everything worked out in the way it, the way it was supposed to. And um, but yeah, it was. Uh, those are definitely some some crazy years. Yeah, I you know it's funny. All of us have uh, whatever our industry is. You, you have big league dreams, and 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 there's the financial aspect of it. But it's funny. You you get to where you want to go, and almost always you seem to look back and go, "Man, that time right there when I was just trying to get to where I am was was the most fun I've ever had." Do you do you feel that a little bit about San Jose? Yeah, for sure. Uh, I had a, I had, so I would say there was two years where, um, you know, it was the most fun I ever had. It was 2018 in San Jose and then 2015 in Salem. So it was my first time being with an affiliate and um, it was all the draft guys from that year, the 2015 draft that, that got called up. And um, most of my best friends in baseball are from that draft class. So, um, that was that was another great year. Um, we had a really good team that year too, so that always makes it a little more fun. Um, you get to 2019, you have to spend some time away. You you go through uh, what I would think is a difficult time in your career, but then on the back end of that, the good stuff is is about to happen. So after all you had been through, when you get to late summer 2019, where, where was your state of mind at that time? You know that's a uh, uh, that's a hard question to to answer, but um, uh, I, I I couldn't tell you honestly. It was there were so many ups and downs, and um, that year's kind of a blur, honestly to me. Um, you know, but once once I think it was August twelfth, I think that was my debut. I have it as um, I have it as August seventeenth. August seventeenth. I should yeah. know that. That's <laughs> that's pretty bad on my part. But, um, <laughs> but uh, you know, that's when you know my my whole family got uh, was able to come to Arizona, and I think I had fifty to sixty people there, and it was so amazing. Like it was it was everything I I'd ever dreamed of, and, and and being able to have everyone I love and care about there to support me was yeah, it was amazing. Unbelievable day. You're the winning pitcher. I want to get to each part of that. But before we do that, tell me about August 17th or what was probably the day before when you got the call. What do you remember about the call itself? So I actually got uh, – it was two days before that. Um, 
uh, we were in Reno and uh, actually had I won't say I won't say the player's name, but the player there was we had a guy who came who had just come down from the uh, big leagues uh, who he kind of like hey pa, he, he was like hey Poppy I think you're going up today I was like what like what do you mean <laughs> and, um, and of course after so I had a good feeling like just throughout the day um, just a it was you kind of knew it was coming but you really didn't know. And then I got called into the manager's office, uh, Dave Brundy, and um, and he uh, he was like, "Hey, uh, you're you're throwing on Saturday now instead of uh, instead of Friday." And I was like, "All right, um, all right, sounds good." <laughs> and uh, he kind of just said some some other things, and I was like, "All right." Um, so then I started to walk out, and he stopped me, and he was like, "But uh, you won't be throwing in Vegas. You actually be throwing." Because I think we were going to Vegas. Now. He, you're not going to be pitching in Vegas. You'll be pitching in uh, Phoenix. And I was like, then that thing starts to hit you. And um, <laughs> it was it was really cool. I got to call my dad and then my mom and dad and then my, my fiance. So it was awesome. Can you even attempt to put all of the emotions into words? No, it's, that, that's hard to do. Um, I had So I had that night in Reno. Uh that was that was no COVID then, so right. You, know, you got to you got to you kind of. We were staying at a casino. You got to go downstairs and, and play a couple hands and uh, hang out with the guys for a little bit, which was awesome. Uh, and then flew out the next day. I was on the, I think it was the the taxi squad on on the day before, so I got to go out and practice with the team and do everything, but I couldn't go out in the dugout, which was a bummer, but. Um, uh, it was all worth it that next day. Uh, when you say play a couple hands, I'm assuming blackjack, yeah? It was actually pie gal. Pie gal. Um, oh, my goodness. That's dude, pretty intricate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was going to ask you if if uh, if you hit on 16 when 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 the dealer is showing a 10, but but maybe you're more of a pie gal guy. <laughs> I, I'm going to be honest with you. I, I played pie gal, but I could – I learned it that night, and I couldn't tell you what right. I learned. <laughs> it is one of those games. Like, I was thinking about it because I've played it too, but if you asked me to tell you about it now, I probably couldn't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what's the process like as the next 24 to 48 unfold? You've been told you're going to Phoenix, you're going to start a big league game, but now you've got you've got the planning, your mind's probably racing. How, how do you start preparing? Uh, it's it, you know you kind of you kind of just got to be in the moment. Um, you can't think ahead. You can't think you know anything before. Like you just got to be in the moment because you're. I'm going to be honest with you. Those I think it's those five innings. I, I couldn't tell you anything that happened in those five innings. It was just <laughs> a blur. <laughs> I mean, that's what I, I want to know what you do remember about the night. It seems like you remember the presence of family. Uh, maybe you remember the experience as a whole, but but you don't remember, you know, you don't remember the pitching part. Is that is that an accurate statement? There's there's like bits and pieces. Uh, I think you know I, I remember facing Adam Jones, which was like that was kind of like my holy crap, I'm in the big league moment, <laughs> and then um, then going up to hit. I remember that. Uh, and then I remember the last play of the game, and, uh, or my last pitch of the game. I think it was 
I can remember. I, I can't remember actually. So maybe I don't remember it. <laughs> right. <laughs> Do you remember if you got Adam Jones out? Uh, I did. I, I did. I, I struck him out on in one of the at bats, and then one of them he hit a ground ball to third. Nice, nice. Yeah. Um, so it all comes to be you. You get the win, and uh, and then what happens after the game? Um, I had to do, you know, you do your the beer shower, which was right. freezing cold. Um, that's when it's, it, that's after the game was when I started to calm down and kind of I was able to take it all in, which was 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 awesome. And, um, did the beer shower and then I I got to hang out with my family that whole night, which was uh, it was really cool. You said you had as many as thirty people in the stands. I I want to say it was like fifty. Wow. Wow, yeah. and and where'd you guys go after the game? There's a little place across the street, um, like a, a little bar. Uh, they they were playing the game over again. The the owner, uh, I guess, <laughs> recognized me and um, you know, giving out drinks to everybody. It was really cool. Uh, do you remember what you ordered when you were there? I do not. <laughs> okay. I was just curious because I'm like, you don't remember a lot of the at-bats, but I, I wonder if you remember what the, the celebration drink was. <laughs> I think it was probably just a Coors Light or something. Okay. All right. That works. That works. Okay. Quick pause to tell you about our sponsor, T-Mobile, one of our favorite partners because of how relevant they are to Giants fans because you're never far from McCovey Cove when you've got America's largest and fastest 5G network. In other words, T-Mobile is your ticket to the game, whether you're home or away. The Giants are big league. Why don't you come on up and join them? Switch to T-Mobile, the leader in 5G. Fastest 5G by Open Signal Awards based on average speeds in USA 5G Experience Report January 2021. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. And now back to Inside Giant Moments. Mauricio Dubon's call-up story is really split into two moments. He had played in the bigs with the Brewers before becoming a Giant, but nothing compared to the moment he saw the bigs for the first time in San Francisco. How do you compare those two moments? Uh, no, for, like, I keep telling people, yeah, the one of the Brewers, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't count it. <laughs> uh, with ah. the Brewer, I, I like, uh, I, for me, it was like I don't, I didn't count it. It was like ah, it is what it is. Then when I got to when I got called up to the Giants, it was it was different. Like it was, you know, it felt like home. It felt like you know you belong here, and you know being able, like I I I, I told this to her when you know the most emotional thing for me was Renell saying my name, you know, to the speaker just because every time I come to the stadium I always hear her and say, damn, one of my wishes is hopefully Renell say my name, and you know. I have her now say my name. It's crazy. I, I mean, everybody dreams, if you're a baseball player as a kid, everybody dreams of the moment that you get called up to the bigs. That's fascinating to me that your call up by the Giants was even a bigger deal than your actual first call up to the majors. <laughs> yes, yes. It was crazy. It was just crazy just, you know, just just having people and everything and having – you know, being able to put a giant, being able to put up that cream uniform, and and being able to you know, you know, pretty much doing in front of the home of my home crowd, like pretty much legit, like my home, you know, the the team I grew up rooting for, and and that's one thing you know, God works in a funny way. I was 
when I got called up with the Brewers, I was, man, I wish I could have had my head right now. Now I'm, thank God, I didn't got my head. Now I got it at Oracle Park. And no, as a giant, and you know that's something that never gonna, nobody's gonna take that away from me. Yeah, I'd like to hear about all these moments. Let, let's start with that actual Brewers call up. It's July seventh, twenty nineteen. What, what do you remember about that day? I remember being frustrated just because I was killing it in AAA with the Brewers and not getting a call, and then um, and then they said it's gonna go up for it's gonna be not gonna be for like it's gonna be temporary and they're gonna get sent down, and then. I remember getting into the ballpark around 10 a.m. I'm not starting the game. I'm like, dang, I'm not starting to start the game. Okay. Then they gave me on the bat against Felipe Vasquez. Ended up rounder the first. That was my first big league at back, rounder the first. Then all-star break came in, waited six days, then went back to Milwaukee. And then I played the Giants, won a bat. Sean Anderson literally shattered my bat in like <laughs> a thousand pieces. And then ended up striking out and then really like – not, I, I wasn't even taking my cleats off when they, uh, the manager called me to the office saying that I was going to get sent down. Mm. I was upset. And then the rumors started coming out that I might be going to the Giants. And in my mind, I'm thinking, then I impressed them with that strikeout, I guess. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then my dad my dad started going all crazy, saying, like, dude, you might go with the Giants. You might go with the Giants. Like, yeah, I will. And then that, then the deadline came, and we were just anxious. Like, I used to go to the ballpark around one, and I was I literally stayed there, like for the longest time to wait for a deadline. And then we were playing against Sacramento, the River Cats, that day. And when that happened, uh, literally, like, I got the call saying, "Hey, you just traded you to the San Francisco Giants." And then when they said that. I was like, okay, okay, thank you, bye. Okay, oh yeah, thank you. Okay, like literally, I was just trying to hang up the phone so I can like, I'm finding a giant, and uh, I called my dad. My mom started crying. Everybody started crying. And I was, and that was not even the big league soon. That was just me going back to Sacramento and playing AAA. Right. But everybody was excited. And then I spent two weeks in in AAA with the Giants. And but the best one was the first home run I had in Sacramento. Uh, you know, everybody was there. I hit a home run and, you know, it, like looking around and, you know, felt like high school over again. And after that, I spent two weeks there and I, my, my wife now comes, you know, first time she never me play in Sacramento. So she comes to Sacramento that day, the, the, the day before. So at night, so we were going to have breakfast with, with my, with my parents and I was having breakfast and literally like, I got to go, Hey, uh, how soon can you get to San Francisco? I'm like, you tell me right now, I'll probably be, I, I run if you want me to. And they were like, you're going up, uh, grab your stuff, you're going to the big leagues. And I remember hanging up the phone, and my dad was like, did it happen? Like, yeah, let's go. Literally, like, canceled the order, got in the car, grabbed my stuff, drove to, we're going to pick up my brother, my little brother from, from his elementary, got him, and we went to San Francisco that day. And it was it was crazy. Just because you know when you come from Sacramento, you see the, the 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 bridge. It was just a different feeling, just you know going into that bridge. Like it was a different feeling, just you know just just crossing through that you know bridge and seeing Oracle and saying like, "Dang, I'm I'm actually playing there." Like it's 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 crazy, and you know getting into the field, getting into the clubhouse, and it's like it it like just remind me it gets emotional just because you know 
you you always went there as a as a kid and you know always say then one day I'll, I'll be there but now it's like man that's where I work now it's it's pretty special uh you just gave me chills like what a symbolic moment crossing the bridge to a whole new world yeah it was it's crazy like just like for me it was just that just you know, you got a little tunnel before going into the big bridge, and you go to the big bridge, you see like the whole city, and you know you get to call it a home now, and it's and it's pretty pretty amazing. And then, what do you remember about walking into Oracle Park for the first time? Uh, <laughs> uh, I remember just trying to meet everybody. You know, trying not to fanboy anybody over here. I mean, I had Post at the time, I had Craw at the time, I had Bell, and. My locker was like way far. I remember my locker was way far over there, and there was a locker empty next to Boat and next to Crawford and then Belt and all those guys. And I turned, for like two days, I was in like farthest locker, and then like a couple of days later, I'm next to Craw, next to Belt, next to all those guys. And to this day, I still like, oh shit, like I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm here, <laughs> like it's here, it's real, but. You know, coming in and watching the the stadium and getting to the dirt and and it was it was something, you know, something you never forget, something unreal. Uh, you also, as you indicated earlier, you ended up uh, pretty quickly getting your your first major league hit, and your host family is there to watch the entire thing. What were the emotions that day? Uh, when I got the hit. No, I, I, like when I got the hit, like when I was running, I was not thinking anybody. When I start, when I hear everybody clapping and cheering and realizing that was my first hit, no, uh, like there's a video. I get a little emotional just because, you know, like if I were to get a hit against with, with anybody, yeah, it would have been a big, big deal, first big league hit. But the thing with me is I did it with the Giants. Like that's the, like, you know, it meant the most for me. Like I did it with the Giants and I was able to do it at home, in the home crowd. And the first big league stadium I went to, it's just, it's crazy. Like, it's it's very surreal. What was that moment like after the game when you got to your family? Uh, It was great. It was crazy just, you know, just having them around and, you know, know, take that weight off the shoulders. Like, finally got your head and and I I was able to share with them and, you know, a little surreal moment just. Having them and people from Honduras too. Thanks so much for listening to Inside Giant Moments presented by T-Mobile. Don't forget to give us a rating and a review and share this episode with your friends and family. To make sure you never miss these exclusive conversations each week, subscribe and follow the Inside Giant Moments podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? 
and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 